Welcome to the Vincentian Heritage Podcast, a selection of readings on Vincentian history, spirituality, and praxis to help sustain the members of the Vincentian family in our shared efforts to live out the mission, vision, and values of St. Vincent de Paul. This episode's reading is entitled Vincent the Charismatic, published in 2010 in Vincent de Paul, His Mind, and His Manner. It is read by David Edward Sims. The few sparks of that sacred fire that appeared outwardly in Vincent's life, as the saint's biographer Louis Abelie put it, were lively signs of the flames that burned within. These flashpoints and other manifestations justify labeling him a charismatic personality. The word charismatic here implies more than the current, limited definition of a spirit-centered devotion, and is more than the static charism. Charisma is a more accurate source, denoting a bundle of qualities found in a personality that makes it attractive. In Vincent's case, the sparks that flamed out, if you will, fed by his virtues and other saintly qualities. Call it ministry with personal impact, not for effect alone, but rather to set on fire or move to action. Much of the evidence for this quality of personality comes from witnesses, but not from Vincent, who, of course, would never direct any attention of this kind to himself. Nevertheless, in spite of the saint's caution in shining any light on himself or against doing good due to tainted motives, better to be bound hand and foot than to do anything out of human respect, there are clues in his words and actions that offer evidence about him. Indeed, on one occasion he echoed this very image and declared that a heart animated by charity shows forth its inner fire and everything in a charitable person breathes and preaches charity. There was an instance when he spoke of a person he admired, simply calling him a Christian, but he could have been describing himself. Everywhere he spreads in the souls of his neighbors the happy spirit with which he is filled. Remarks like this slip out, characterizing Vincent's zeal, for example, in expressing an envy of missionaries who share their gifts worldwide. How happy is the missionary who has no limit in this world on where he can go to preach the gospel? Why, then, do we hesitate and set limits, since God has given us the whole world to satisfy our zeal? Even when his apostolic ambitions for his missionaries were frustrated, as in the Madagascar initiative, the saint's courage and zeal, said Abeli, enabled him to spring back, like the palm tree when flattened by the storm, which later stands straight again. Besides indirect examples of himself, there were others who would confirm these ideas about Vincent's personality. There was, for instance, the reaction of a woman who, after hearing him address the confraternity of charity, compared the effect of his words to something similar to the burning that accompanied the disciples on the way to Emmaus. Noting that she was not always attentive to the ways of God, she confessed, 
I must say that my heart is overflowing with the truth of what this holy man has said to us. Indeed, as another lady said, He is an angel of the Lord. He allows the love of God, which burns in his heart, to appear on his lips as burning coals. A religious woman expressed this impact on herself and others. Who has not felt the charity of Monsieur Vincent in fulfilling the needs of their lives, whether of body or soul? Is there anyone who turned away from him when he spoke or consoled them? The same admiration was found in his ecclesiastical friends. On one occasion during a clergy conference at Saint Lazare, Vincent finished his talk and deferred to the bishops present to continue the discussion. However, one bishop, speaking for the others in echoing the habitual attitude of the rest, begged the saint to continue. Monsieur Vincent, there is such an unction of the Holy Spirit in your words that we are all touched, and so all of us here present ask you to share your thoughts with us. A word from your lips means more than anything we might have to say. Another cleric mirrored these sentiments when he noted that the saint's demeanor, his posture, his modesty, his recollection, were all pencils sketching out his devotion. Several members of the clergy conference of Saint Lazare have spoken of how they came to these conferences mainly to hear him speak. When modesty kept him from speaking, they were very disappointed. A lifetime of such compliments could be heady stuff for anyone, saints included. Vincent, armed with humility, resisted the delusions they offered. He knew what force his personality exerted, and he acknowledged his remarkable achievements. But he shunted a claim away, always ready to attribute his gifts to God. As he reminded his confreres, the gift of converting souls, or all the other talents we have, are not for us, for we are only the bearer of the gift. No one should congratulate himself, nor think much of himself, seeing that God operates his marvels through humility. So while the saint was aware of the marvels of charity issuing from his hands, he never forgot the example of Moses. God, Vincent said, used the staff of Moses to work wonders, but in reality, it was only a worthless stick and a fragile rod. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Incension Heritage Podcast. If you have any questions, please send them to mission.depaul at gmail.com. Be sure to check out all the other Vincentian family resources on our website, mission.depaul.edu.